thank you for joining us on Love That VoiceOver, where we explore the people and projects behind the microphone in depth. Hi, everybody. This is Mark Grau. Keep listening to Love That VoiceOver. Oh, yeah, baby. Mm, I've been loving it. And we're back. So, Carol, I just asked you, what is it like, you know, day to day, hour to hour, or week to week and month to month, running an agency? You've been growing the agency, so things are clearly going in the right direction, especially since it's only been six years. And in six years, we've seen a lot of things happening in the voiceover industry with, uh, you know, Everybody knows what I'm talking about. We'll talk about some of those things externally later. But, you know, on a day-to-day basis, I've never seen any really good idea out there of what your life is like. Tell us. Oh, well, one of the first things I do when I wake up in the morning is check my phone for email. We're so addicted to our phones. (laughs) You know, being in Denver, I have clients who are on the East Coast, so they're two hours ahead of me. So if I'm up at 6.30 here, it's 8.30 there, and people are already emailing me and Mm. saying, oh, I've got this session in a half an hour, and here's the script, and I need to, I I lost the phone number. Ah, yeah, right. (laughs) So that's a pretty typical morning for me. So while I'm getting ready for work and doing my workout and all that stuff, um, I'm checking my emails at the same time to take care of any issues that come up that have to be dealt with before I go to work. Right, right. So our office officially opens at 9, so I usually get there by 9, and then we have a quick discussion about what's due that day in terms of auditions. We have a big board on the wall with all the auditions that are due and who's going to handle what auditions, and um, we check them to make sure that they are going well. That you're all you're the getting the submissions? Are going well. Is that- We're getting submissions mm-hmm. every once in a while. There are no submissions. What happened? What's oh, my on? gosh. We, <laughs> yeah. we screwed it up when we were sending it out. <laughs> <laughs> so we're kind of dividing up a workload in terms of that and okay. in terms of um we also have on our website clients can come and they can submit bookings or post projects to our website so we're looking at anything that came in there and who's going to take it and how they're going to handle it cool we're going through our emails on any given morning i might have 50 unread emails wow. when i get to the office yeah even after doing stuff at home. Yeah. So I'm going through those. I'm usually, often some days, I should say, I'm hearing from my bookkeeper or my accountant about something that needs to be handled. Oh, okay, Um, yeah, sure. As the owner. My bookkeeper will say, just so you know, these checks haven't been cashed. Check, you know, we should check and see if the talent received their checks. Right. Or just so you know, I don't think the talent was paid correctly on this job. (laughs) (laughs) Dang. (laughs) Look look at that. Yeah. (laughs) All kinds of employee issues, payroll issues. Right. Um, All the operational things of running a business, right? Dealing with while I'm booking jobs and listening to auditions and. Um, so I'm wearing a lot of different hats at the same time. And then Danny's kind of a newer agent, and he's asking me a lot of questions. Sure, sure. You know, I'm going to quote this to this client. Is this the right amount? This right. This client's in South Korea, and they want to know how they can pay us. Wow, you know. that's the worldwide <laughs> aspect, international right there. Wow. <laughs> that's right. And then I'm getting questions from talent 
and they're sending me demos for me to listen to. And uh, like right now, I'm mentoring a 13-year-old boy here oh. in Denver who's <laughs> driven beyond all belief oh, to be wow. a voiceover talent. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, so I'm, I'm helping with his demo and just things like that. Right, right. So um, really very, very busy Overall, do you have slower periods that you've noticed over time, meaning either certain times of the year or certain months of the year? Um, generally, lately, this is different from the way it used to be in the past, but generally the first quarter of the year um, is uh, slower than the rest of the year. Interesting. And it used to be that December was a slow month, and now it's often one of our busiest. Oh, interesting, interesting. What do you attribute the difference? You know, I don't know. Mm. <laughs> I, I think maybe it has to do with budgets, actually, that people in the beginning of the year are just ramping up their budgets, and people at the end of the year are trying to spend their budgets. You know, what kind of fi- trends do you find for, for when they're looking for talent? Like, there's a political season, obviously, right? There's that. But um, mm-hmm. has the spending and planning changed in terms of the timelines? So in the past, people were going to be booking a 13-week campaign, and they had to buy all the time, and then they had to figure out their campaign and do all that planning and pre in advance. Is that still a lot of the business, or do you see a lot of people doing less of that longer-term planning, and are they doing more, we're going to put this out there next week, we need an audition now, and we need to, to do the studio, and we need to do the recording in two days. Or, I mean, I know those are huge contrasts, because I'm trying to, to, to show, you know, what is, it, what is it like nowadays in terms of those kinds of cycles, the client cycle? I think it varies depending on the industry and, you know, whether we're dealing with corporate clients or advertising clients or mm-hmm. um, production studios. Um, so has that made any impact on those December? Like, is December busier now because people are doing last-minute repurchasing or re, re throwing out more ads out there? Or Yes, definitely, to some extent. It used to be that, that Christmas production was done by the end of November. Right. I remember that. Right. Yeah, and that's certainly not the case anymore. Right. It's much um, more fluid, the development. And the world has sped up. I mean, people just think, oh, well, I can get a talent and produce this in a day. <laughs> a lot of people think that way. And uh, and truthfully, they can. Yeah, I was going to uh, say. They... I, I think it creates more stress for everybody involved. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, let's talk about some fun things. You know, what is your what has been your favorite moment or interaction with talent? I mean, you mentioned uh, kind of mentoring this young, young boy. Did you say he was about 13 years old looking to be a yeah, voiceover yeah. talent? Yeah, that's kind of cool. Um, maybe this is one of your favorite things. But what has been something favorite of yours in terms of uh, your role now as a Go Voices owner and uh, or moment, you know, favorite person you've worked with, favorite project you booked, some kind of, you know, feeling of success, any of those things? There are so many things, Rebecca. Oh, my God. <laughs> <Good>. um, <laughs> That's great. Uh, something that, that brings me joy every day are my two employees, Josh and Danny. Mm. They're wonderful people. 
very fun to be around with, and I admire and respect both of them. That's awesome. And I feel like they're a blessing in my life, both of them. Awesome. So that brings me joy. It brings me joy to go to work and be with them. Yeah, it sounds kind of like family. It is a little bit like family. Yeah. It gives me <laughs> something that has me jumping around and screaming for joy is when we book a really big paying job. Yeah, yeah <laughs> of course. Of course, one of those big giant campaigns. I was going to ask you. So like the Hollywood idea of an agent is somebody who's always on the phone, walking around, trying to cut deals, trying to get in on something, trying to push their talent in a certain direction. That's the Hollywood iconic idea. And it's not talking about technology in the same way that we think of now everything's online maybe the new version of Hollywood has to show us a new version of the Hollywood voiceover agent but <laughs> right because it can be quite silent you know <laughs> yeah you know that's ironic ironically um, but yeah tell us about some moments and you know leaving client names out if you have to um, but just some moment where you were anticipating you know, can you walk us through one of those one of those exciting moments where you did get that that uh, project for the agency anything you feel like uh, yeah just something that came to my mind while you were talking yeah uh, we work with a, a, a wonderful woman here in in Denver a voice talent and she's also a local theater artist and she's just lovely we've sent her on jobs and people say things like it was nice to be around her energy people oh, wow. say things about like that about her but we don't book her very often I don't know it's just she's not one of the top booking talent but she's good she's you know we like her and she's solid Right. So a job came through the other day, and it was a big paying job, and it was for a mom and a daughter, and she auditioned with her daughter, and they got it. Awesome. <laughs> Yay. And we were so excited. <laughs> <laughs> a natural fit. Yeah. There, there are often days, like I would say daily, somebody says, guess who booked that job? And it's somebody that we all are rooting for, you know, and we go, oh, great, and I booked that job. Oh, that's wonderful. Oh, that's you know? awesome. So yeah. that's fun. Yeah. And then um, when we book retail accounts or ongoing jobs for people. Yeah. Um, the recurring work. The recurring work, you know, like the big retail accounts. Oh my gosh, that is that is a time of celebration because we know that our bottom line every month for the next year or two is going to be helped by that. Right, exactly, exactly. I know exactly what you're talking about. Somebody like a grocery store chain, you know, where they go for a campaign and they're planning definitely season by season. They're making new ads, but they're doing, you know, they're creating a brand. They're doing their um, brand branding, you know, by doing put, putting mm-hmm. out this advertising, and then they are picking a voice that they intend to use throughout the next year or two with that, you know, that effort, that branding effort, right? Is that what oh, you're yeah. talking about? That's, that's, that's the money. That's the money deal. Yeah. <laughs> that's the good and, one. Yeah. And also, um, e-learning and training for companies, they'll settle on somebody and then they'll use that person. You know, yeah. over again, and 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 that's really nice work. TTS work, really nice work for people where it's ongoing, and I love that getting that for people and for us. Yeah, yeah, because that that means it's not a one shot moment. It's a it's a regular stability thing, even if it's not every 
week. It could still be once a month or every three months or who knows, you know, depending on the client. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Talk yeah, about promo work. Go ahead. Too, yeah. Friend. Yeah. Go yeah. ahead. Talk about promo work. Talk about it. You're talking about TV promos for the channels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For, for networks. Right. And, um, and it's fun because we've been able to book some kids for that too. We have some kids working for PBS and things like that. And that's, that's fun. Very cool. Very cool. Well, we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to talk about the kinds of work that goes through voices, go voices. I think that would be really cool. We're going to talk about the kinds of projects. We'll be right back with Carol Rath. Hey there. Thanks for listening to Love That VoiceOver. Just a small quick break to say thank you so much. This is my passion project, which means, you know, I'm not making money on this. It's just my way to give back to the VO community, which has given me so much over the years. So this show is my way of passing it on. I also want to thank you for listening. I'm so glad you like it. If you don't mind taking a moment to get a little bit more involved and you're listening on iTunes, please subscribe to the show and rate the show with some stars or some comments. Go to lovethatvoiceover.com and sign up on the list, and I'll send you notifications when I have new interviews, new guests. Also on Facebook, there's a Facebook page, Love That VoiceOver, where you can leave me comments. And on Twitter, you can chat with me after you've listened to a show. Just send me a note at LoveThatVO. Hey, fellow voiceover artists. My name is Tasia Valenza, actress and voiceover artist extraordinaire. And I want to say thank you so much to Rebecca for letting me have the opportunity to share with you about an amazing organization called Vocal ID that was made for the voiceover community to have an opportunity to give back. Just by spending a few hours of our time recording, we can change a life. By merging recordings that you can easily make at Vocal ID. With the sounds that the recipients make to give them their own unique voice print. I wrote a blog called Using Our Voices for Good, which is on TasiaValenza.com or my Facebook page. Or you can go straight to VocalID.org. So please join me in Using Our Voices for Good. Thank you so much for letting me share. Do you want more wild abandon in your life? How about more time to practice character voices? Then hop on into voiceover improvisation. Yes, online on Skype from the great ease of your home studio. Learn more. Go to vo-improv.com or Twitter at voimprov. Fire up your neurons, baby. All right, that's enough. Back to the show. Okay, and we're back with Carol Rath from GoVoices.com. Carol is the owner and agent of three agents she's hired two recently at GoVoices.com. And I wanted to talk to Carol about the kinds of work that gets booked through GoVoices because she's uniquely a voiceover agency. And we'll also talk about why she settled on that as well. But um, if you could, you kind of mentioned in the last moment that there are retail things that go through the agency you had a an actor the voiceover actress mom and her daughter booked a big campaign you mentioned tv promos 
and you mentioned e-learning slash training types of voiceover. Did we cover all the kinds of voiceover that Go, Go Voices actually books actors for, or are there other categories of work, types of jobs? Oh, there are definitely other types of jobs. We book more commercials than anything else. It's just worked out that way for us. Got it. Um, but we definitely book a lot of corporate work, narrations, videos, Tons, I shouldn't say tons, but a lot of web videos, which is the thing these days. Right. Everybody wants a web video. For their website, yeah. So, yeah, we booked a fair amount of that. Not much in the way of audiobooks. That just doesn't seem to come through us. What about radio? What about radio imaging? No, we don't do that much Mm -hmm. either. Um, We work with, I don't know what these people call themselves. Um, I should ask. But, but I, I think of them as kind of brokers for radio stations where they put together ad campaigns and commercials and things that radio stations use, and then they use our talent, and I don't know how to describe what that is. It's not radio imaging, it's radio commercialing. Right, right. <laughs> <In> some way. <laughs> um, Okay. And then, uh, like I was mentioning, foreign language work. So a lot of things that have been produced in English, then they come to us and they'll say, we have 10 languages we want this uh, voiced in now. So then we book those 10 languages. Oh, wow. And then we're, we're, that's when we're working with people all over the world. That's fun. Definitely. Definitely. And those could be various projects in similar ways, right? They could be commercials. They could be uh, for a multinational company that needs to have just that many different languages for their different sites, I suppose. Right. Documentaries, there's all kinds of things like that. Yeah. And I have to say, because of your connection to Italy, I I, I love working with Italians. They send me hugs. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Abraccio, abraccio. That's awesome. (laughs) So um, you mentioned documentaries as one of the uh, project types that that have multiple languages. Um, Documentaries that are going out more on the theatrical release or, or television release, are are these things for Discovery Channel or are they special independent projects? I'm I'm curious. All kinds of things, I would say. But um, it, interestingly, Colorado has become a hotbed of documentary um, work. Oh wow! And I've been reading all these articles about it lately, and then we have people coming to us with the documentaries. And, and quite often they have to do with the natural world. There's something about the mountains or climbing or um, the rivers. We've done, we've worked on several projects having to do with the Colorado River because um, you know, it's drying up. And so people are quite concerned about that right. or just about social issues, things like that. So we get a lot of people who are producing those things and they're not always sold. Or if they are sold, often they're sold for nonprofit organizations or something like that. Okay. But we also get the theatrical releases and, um, yeah, variety of things, things made for the web. Right, right. Very, very oh, cool. Oh, I, I failed to mention video games. We do video games, too. Ah, yeah. okay. Yeah, that's a big category, actually. Yeah, yeah. Look, that's great. That's fabulous. Those are big chunks. So now we've talked about video games. We've talked about commercials. We've talked about narration from the angle of documentaries to television narration to also the the corporate narration, the industrial narration, and the variety within all of that. We understand that. Um, and then we've also talked about uh, some television imaging, uh, excuse me, television promos. Um, 
So if you were to look at those chunks, you said that commercials were really the biggest volume. Yes. Mm -hmm. So that just gives us a sense and a flavor of everything going on there. Fantastic. Now, let's talk about that other question I mentioned moments ago when we came back from the break, which was, why voiceover only? Why not other forms of performing for your agency? I think it's a little bit selfishness on my part. <laughs> That's okay. It's your your company, uh, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I booked on camera and print models and things like that for a number of years. And voiceover is so much easier to do. And the talent are so much easier to work with. Voiceover talent are highly professional highly reliable, and have great attitudes for the most part. Well, um, thank you, we all say. <laughs> it's, it's very true. Yeah. It's very true. Yeah. Whereas on camera people, there are so many variables to do with all on camera people. I mean, getting them there on time, making sure they know their lines, making sure they have the wardrobe that they've been asked to bring, um, making sure they don't bring their boyfriend oh, wow. or their husband. Or their kid <laughs> or their dog or... Or if they have, you know, one kid is booked that they don't bring the whole family and the grandparents. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. Interesting. There are a number of headaches with on-camera work that there are not in voiceover work. So I would say that's the main thing. And also, I knew that I was moving to Denver and I didn't know the climate in Denver in terms of how receptive they would be to a new agency. But I knew that I had a number of voiceover clients around the country already. So I figured I could make it. Yeah, okay. So strategically. Being a nationwide agency. Yes. Even if there, if, even if there wasn't room for me in Denver. What took you to Denver? Um, but what I found out is that Denver is the nicest place in the world. I love Denver. And I got here. I called up all the recording studios, production companies, ad agencies, all these places. I just started calling them all right. and saying, I have a new voiceover agency. And they're like, really? Oh, sure. I'll give you a shot. I'll give you a try. That's wonderful. That's, <laughs> so they were welcoming. Very welcoming. It's a, it's a very nice time. That's wonderful. Yeah, what took you to Denver? What made you decide to land there, especially not sure that they would be open, let's say? Well, when I was working for Arlene Wilson, that was such a great situation. She's such a lovely woman and a wonderful boss. Um, but then she ended up deciding to sell the company. And she sold the company to Ford Models. Okay. And they're a great, great company. Big, yeah. But it wasn't a... It wasn't a good fit for me. They're a, they're model focused, right? And um and my broadcast focus it just didn't feel like a comfortable fit to me, right? Um and I don't want to say anything against them. They're a fine company, but it just wasn't a good fit. It was obvious. So um I just decided to quit. I'm like, okay, I've been doing this for 15 years. I'm like, wow. So I did, mm -hmm. and I had lots of money put by and I, I kind of was thinking I'd like to go into back into nonprofit like that I was with United Cerebral Pulpy. Um, and then I uh, belong to a um, spiritual community that has centers around the country and I was asked if I'd like to move to Denver where there was a center and help put on a bicycle tour to do all the um, media relations and marketing oh. for the bicycle tour. And I'm like, absolutely. I have relatives in Denver. I have friends in Denver. I love Denver. I'm going to Denver. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Ten days later, I moved to Denver. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. But of course, 
<laughs> That's amazing how synchronistic it all seems to have been. That's wonderful. Yeah. Uh, and um, and of course, the bicycle tour couldn't pay me enough of a salary. So they said, you, can you think of any way you could um, support yourself while you're helping out with this? And I'm like, sure, I can open up a voiceover agency. I can just do that. Wow. So I did. Wow. And thank goodness that you did. Wow. That's really, that's a coup. I don't know that that information is out there anywhere, anybody. (laughs) (laughs) And with that, we're going to let you think about Carol and how she let synchronicity guide her to Denver and to create Go Voices. We'll be back. Until next time. Thanks for listening to Love That Voiceover. Lots of love to you, you sexy, beautiful, adorable person. Take care.